Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. So you have come here for information. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening in entertainment. We dug up a lot of good dirt. On My Talk. My Talk. Listen and learn. Billy Sameth, who managed the careers of superstars like Cher, Dolly Parton, Joan Rivers, and Casey in the Sunshine Band, has died. Uh, he was legendary in the business. He actually got his start um, in 1983. Uh, he worked in a mailroom at a Hollywood PR firm. And um, he connected with the Osmond brothers, and then he represented and helped them bring Osmond mania, if you remember that, to the masses at just 21 years old. So he had a super long career. Olivia Newton-John was another person he represented. He did have some issues in 2010. He sued Joan Rivers, who he represented, when she won the Celebrity Apprentice, because I guess in her documentary, she called him a missing manager, and he said that she owed him money, and she he sued for defamation of character. So... Long career, but unfortunately, he's passed away. He was only 66 years old. He was young. Yeah, very young and legendary in the industry. And I love it when people get their start in something like a mailroom. Right. Just, they Gives really us hope. work their way up in the ranks. Yeah. Okay, a Star Wars fan site says that Billy D. Williams will return as Lando Calrissian in Star, Star Wars Episode Nine, But huh. there's really nothing more concrete than that at the moment. Uh, but I think fans would be super excited about that. Donald D- uh, Glover did a great job in Solo. Have you seen Solo yet? No, but I think I will. Yeah. You know, like I definitely when it comes to, pay- I was going to say pay-per-view. That's not right. On demand hey, or something. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, let's see here. Um, there is a new disease out there from the World Health Organization. Oh. Um, they set to announce gaming disorder. Don't get too upset. Wow. Gaming disorder is a new (laughs) mental health condition. It isn't. It's really an extreme uh, situation. It's not just people that like to play games a lot, but people that literally their health suffers from it because they don't get up from the chair or they neglect their health because they're just sitting there gaming all day. I don't know if that has to do with games. Candy crush syndrome. Yeah, I think it has to do with other things, but who am I to judge because I am not <laughs> qualified. You're a gamer. I'm not qualified to give any If you any don't get out of that. your chair every once in a while, that's bad I mean, for people everyone. have literally died or had, like, strokes because they're watching the TV for, like, 24 to 36 hours just constantly gaming. So those people are in that category, right. I guess. Okay, Suge Knight, uh, the chances of getting out of jail to attend his mother's funeral have dwindled down to about zero. Uh, he is in jail, of course, on... He falls into a category that makes him ineligible to attend funerals. He's a homicide suspect. So that's what happens when you're in jail. 
you can't do things like this. That's what jail is about. You know, they can't it's give him special jail treatment. Just, for a reason. Yes, just because he's Suge Knight. He, uh, it's sad, but you know, should have thought about that before, I guess. All right, on TV tonight, we have America's Got Talent on NBC. We have Beach Shazam on Fox. And the 100th episode of Chris Lee Knows Best, if you're into that, on USA Network. I sadly like that show. I do, too. Oh, it's fascinating. I hate myself, but I like it. I know. And that's the latest dirt. You can find more at mytalk1071.com. You learn so much cool stuff. Dirt Alert updates at the top of every hour. Plus, get extended Dirt Alerts at 820, 1220, and 520. She's so back in an hour. And now, Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on my talk. Everything entertainment. Excuse me, sir, it's seven, seven, seven. Time for Jason and Alexis in the mornings. Here is an illustrated summary of the new, new, new. Seven headlines at seven. What news do you bring? I've got about seven different things going on now. Give me at least seven. And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> What's going on this morning? What's going on this morning? I'm going to tell you. Dawn and Stephanie just gave you the dirt. Now I'm going to give you the details in our seven at seven, brought to you by our friends at AAA Mover. One. Let's start local happening right now. Voluntary evacuations are underway this morning as floodwaters continue to rise along the Wisconsin-Minnesota border, causing major destruction. All this flooding comes after parts of northern Minnesota and Wisconsin got nearly a foot of rain over the weekend. Newly released evidence in the lowest recent murder case shows she may have found her next target before being arrested. Reese, as I'm sure some of you know, is accused of going on the run after killing her husband in the blooming prairie home back in march new evidence shows that she befriended another woman in south padre island texas three happening today the vikings will be getting ready for the team's first training camp at their new headquarters in egan the vikings are holding a news conference this morning to talk about next month's training camp at tco performance center the team will be explaining the ticket process for fans security procedures and parking four Let's turn to national news now. President Trump is heading to Capitol Hill to discuss immigration reform. This as his administration faces more heat over its border policy. Stepped up enforcement efforts have led to the separation of families with nearly 2,000 children taken away from their parents who illegally cross the border. President Trump is also calling for more tariffs on China as both countries move closer to a trade war. He wants U.S. trade officials to prepare new tariffs on $200 billion worth of Chinese imports. Six. And the president is also directing the Pentagon to create a space force as the, as the uh, newest branch of the U.S. armed forces. In yesterday's address of the National Space Council, the president called space a national security issue and pledged to return to the moon and send a manned mission to Mars. Seven. And finally, in business news, Java lovers get ready for a sparkling new frontier. A pair of New York City brewers is now offering sparkling coffee, and it's supposed to taste just like sparkling water. Only it's coffee. Keeper's Sparkling Coffee comes in two varieties, citrus and black. Right now, they're just a local brand in the Big Apple, but they've started to kick a starter campaign to expand. The page has already raised $10,000. And that's the way it is. And that is the way that it is on this Tuesday, June 19th, 2018. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning. Live on My Talk 1071 and live streaming all over this beautiful earth at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Jason Matheson. Alexis is off today. Our good friend Stephanie Hansen is here and filling in for Don McClain. 
It's Dawn McClay. Hey, Good morning, girl, ladies. Hey. Good hey, morning. It is 7.08, and the tradition of the top of our 7 o'clock hour is to raise our glass and take a sip of our refreshing morning beverage. Cheers, everybody. Cheers, Cheers. Stephanie Hansen. Cheers. I wish I had some of that sparkling coffee. I know. That sounds interesting. Yeah. I don't know if it's good, but, you know, I'll try it. Yeah, we'll try everything. We'll try anything, girl. We'll try anything. Well, not. I won't try wrestling with an alligator, but I'll try most things. <laughs> yeah. It's really good today. Don, how's your iced coffee today? It is fantastic. I mm. actually still have some left. Most of the time, at this time of day, I've already had all of it. Yeah. Uh, we have the new state fair food list. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Plus, we got into a really great conversation, and and then uh, you know we had to do the dirt alert, and then the damn show ended, and we we're talking about body image, and all three of us had really great perspectives, and uh, we had a really good response from it. So uh, maybe we'll continue that conversation. Uh, it's just a day of topics like that. I'm just, it's we're feeling the mood, girl. We're feeling the mood. I don't give a rat's ass about Kim Kardashian today. Anyway, um, so to put, <laughs> do a we final, care other days? No. I'm just saying, I, I don't care about, I don't care about TV or anything today. I just, I, I, I want to talk about fun life. You don't care like about your today. TV show today? You just going to well, stay here? Or? No, oh. but we're talking about all this. No, I just care about these types of things yeah. today. I'm in a mood to talk about life stuff. I don't life. care about the, I don't care about the love boat or bachelorette. I just don't care today. Well, Elizabeth will handle it. Yeah, I don't, is the love boat still on? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so tipping, my goodness, are we hearing from you on Twitter? Uh, this is why this is one of, uh, in my opinion, this is one of the most fascinating conversations because, and we're hearing this from you, it's so confusing. And I think that's also why it's a problem because there's no definitive list. There's no definitive rules. And as these industries change, uh, you know, as more delivery services come uh, in, on, onto, the, onto the scene, what's the tipping procedures for them? Uh, you know, like someone just brought uh, the example of grocery deliveries. Well, grocery deliveries have, have exploded. Well, delivery systems in general have exploded in the last five years. So what's the new norms? I think that's, I think that's what millennials struggle with. If they're not tipping, that's probably part of the problem. Are all of these new industries or arms of these new businesses, don't you think? Yeah, like there's confusion. a backlash because of all the confusion. Backlash and consumer confusion. Hashtag consumer confusion. I, I Would you tip on grocery delivery? Uh, I do, yeah. I might. I do. I haven't done it, but I might because I do tip it, on pizza delivery. Yeah, because I think that is an unbelievable service. Mm-hmm. I think that's a luxury. I think that's, um, I appreciate it, especially if they're like the Target delivery people. The fact that they're running around Target for you. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I, you I, probably I, don't tip the Amazon guy. I do. When they bring the when the Amazon man comes to your door. Yeah, I do. For real? For reals. <laughs> I just did that. For real? For reals? I would I never tip the Amazon person. Ever. We that's get, okay. I mean, yeah. be careful. Some but, of my drop a house on you, but that's okay. Be careful. <laughs> but like pizza, I would. But And that's why it's confusing because why would I tip the pizza person? But I'm like, it wouldn't even occur I, oh, to me to tip the Amazon tip person. 
believe me, I, my my hypocrisy is is apparent. My hypocrisy slash confusion is, is apparent too because right before the break, I revealed that I never tip housekeeping, and Twitter was shocked. Girl, they were shocked that I said that. I'm just being real. I I I I own my stuff. I try to own my stuff. I admit when I don't know something. I am now educated. Uh, Chris writes to me on Twitter. She goes, I'm shocked you've never tipped the housekeeping staff. They work hard to make sure that your room is clean and tidy. And I found that a few bucks goes a long way in making your stay that much better. You are absolutely right. I just, I guess in my mind, I thought they got a better wage, you know, because wages for servers are usually horrible. And that's why we tip. I thought wages for housekeepers were better, so I didn't have to tip. But I, I am not. I, like Can I, my, but just like to Oprah be the Winfrey devil's says, advocate, because I do tip better, housekeeping sometimes. Yeah. And like if I've been on a cruise or something, I'll tip because you're going to get good service all week. But just to be the devil's advocate, because someone does their job to their level of excellence, like shouldn't we strive to just be doing that anyway? And if we recognized every person that did a great job, like I'd be tipping you, Jason. You know what Thanks, I mean? Girl. Thanks, yeah. girl. That's nice. Or I accept just tips like... for this. I mean, if you guys want to tip us for go- doing a good show, the tip jar is right in front of me, girl. <laughs> We're go gonna ahead. put a tip jar at the studio. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want to say something about the pizza guy. The difference between him and the yeah. Amazon guy, really quick. They pay for yeah. their own gas, and the Amazon guy doesn't. Okay, and I will tip or, the or maybe, pizza guy. Just maybe so you the know. Amazon guy does if he's if they're driving their own car, they are paying for their own gas and they're accumulating, you know, wear and tear on their car. So and we should tip that. like the Instacart Target person because they're yeah. in their own car versus yes. the Amazon person in the Amazon van. Uh, yeah, if they have like a vehicle, like a UPS vehicle or something like mm-hmm. that, they're not paying for that gas, but the pizza guy is. That they make very little money. That is a very interesting thought. Yeah. See, we're learning. <laughs> we are having learning moments. <laughs> yeah. That's why. That's why I love this conversation. Because no one's tipping UPS. Confi- yeah. Well, it depends on what Brown does for me. Well. <laughs> He just wanted to say that. Or how attractive they are, let's be honest. Uh, oh, my gosh. Oh, There's sorry. a lot of hot UPS guys out oh. there. Oh, I watched a Pern uh, in college all about UPS drivers. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. my God. It was literally real disclosure, Jace. It wow. was literally called What Brown Can Do. Yeah. Wow. Oh, they're delivering packages. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot and of there packages. Were some, there were some packages I would have signed for. I'll just say that. <laughs> hey, we the phone lights are blowing up. Yeah. We've got to take a break. We'll be back with more right after this. on the dot. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Alexis is off. Stephanie Hansen's here. Kenny's here. Don McClain is here. Thanks for being here. Phone lines are lit up. Wow. There are very few topics. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse, carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see, we could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And I've, I've discovered this over the 10 years of doing the show. There are few topics that bring out varied opinions like this one, and that is tipping. Uh, let's go to the phone lines. I know Steph is reacting to people on Twitter. I'll, I'll talk to Steph about uh, if she's learning anything. <laughs> let's start on line one. Kim. Hi, Kim. What do you want to say? Hi, Jason. This is for you since you've moved so many times. <laughs> Yeah. How about movers? Movers and furniture oh, moving yeah. people. Yes. yes. I'm going yes. to be moving and I don't have a clue. Um I I tip. Now I will tell you if I'm being brutally honest. Please. If I'm being brutally honest, I think subconsciously in my head, wow, this is I'm being very honest here. If I'm being very honest, I probably tip way more because of the fact that I I endorse the company and the the movers are aware of me and I want them to feel feel comfortable and appreciated. Um, I I but then if I stop for a second and think, what I would absolutely still tip movers if I wasn't doing commercials for them. But if I'm being very honest, I probably do tip a little bit more because I'm I'm I, I put my face on their company. You yeah. know what I mean, Kim? Mm-hmm. But but even yeah. if I didn't, but even if I wouldn't, here's what, you know, this you asking that question brings me to I said it a few minutes ago that I was going to give you a suggestion that was told to me. I think my best friend Jen told me. I sometimes uh, I'll use the Disney World example, but this is also applicable for movers too. When I when when Colin and I go to Disney World and you're going to think where how does this connect to moving but just hang with me here when we go to Disney World you know we we always go to the same restaurant we're kind of like regulars at this bar there insert your own joke there and we know all the bartenders um, when we encounter like on our first day of our vacation if we encounter a new bartender Colin and I will always give a really 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 good tip to kind of be a signal to the bartender that we are going to be here for the week. We are good folks. We are, we, we tip well. And I will find Kim nine times out of 10 that sets the tone for my level of service for the rest of my trip. I apply that to movers as well. I will usually tip at the beginning of the process and I find I have never had a bad experience. And you could probably apply that to a lot of things. I usually tip beforehand. Hanson, I think actually you told me that. Maybe yeah, not. It, yeah. It, that For like does, a special occasion. Yep. You know what I mean? If you're planning a big dinner at like, let's say the Lexington and you have a server and you're the coordinator, I pull the server around. I pull the server away sometimes and I will tip in, in, in the beginning of the process to make sure that the evening goes well. Yeah. So I don't know if that helps you, Kim, but that's a little suggestion for you. Would that be a percentage of how much it's going to be no, or what's an approximate no, I mean, ballpark figure? 
Um, Depending on how much they get, I, like work, how much work is I, it? A three-hour job? Yeah. Twenty bucks. I tipped. I tipped forty dollars per mover when I moved this last time. Don, I want to come to your house and <laughs> well, have you and I, sir, or serve you whatever. Well, and Kim, I had I had many stairs. I was moving from uh, the fourth floor down uh-huh. to the first floor, and I had a lot of heavy furniture. So again, if I'm being very honest. You're asking, so I'll just, I'm not going to lie to you. I did $100 per mover. Um, you do not have to do that much, but I had a very hard move. And it was, there were only, I think, two guys. Wow. And they And they worked their butt off. Um, and mm-hmm. did it a, and did it quickly. So I think that's what we tipped the last time. But you could not, I mean, you know, you could knock that in half depending on your move. So right. there we go. Well, I wouldn't that give that the much. Question. Thank, you. Thank you. I would Kim. give. Thank what, you. Thank you, Kim. What, Steph? I said I wouldn't give that much, but I would give. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm saying I, I'm just being honest. Yeah. I did that because of the the move, the strenuous, the the nature of the move, the fourth floor compared. Because girl, oh, they had to navigate a damn elevator that was on the other side of the building. Yeah. So not only you know, and it was it was a trek. Mm. Um, so I felt bad. Anyway, let's go to. And now everyone's going to want to move me. Uh, let's go. <laughs> Triple A movers. Love them. Triple A movers. <laughs> I used uh, them too. Yeah. 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 Um, let's go to Brittany online too. We're talking tipping. Hi, Brittany. Hi, Nathan. So based on what you just said too, tipping is actually an acronym for to ensure proper service. Um, oh. I'm a massage therapist. And it's always great when you get a, a big tip at the beginning because you work harder. Yeah. I, I'm telling you, I mean, I know it's anecdotal and it's probably not a perfect science, but in my experience, and that's what I can only speak to, it does help me, Brittany. It mm-hmm. helps me. Uh, it does. It, it, it definitely does. Yeah. Thank you, Brittany. Thank Let's go to you. Mary on line three. We're talking tipping. If you just tuned in, um, always a good topic. Mary, what do you want to say? Welcome to the show. Oh, oh, hi. Thanks. Um, just in regards to Bite Squad and Instacart mm-hmm. and even Amazon Delivery, mm-hmm. they all pay for their own gas. Okay. They all pay for the maintenance of their car, mm-hmm. and sometimes their tips start either taxed or taken yes. apart. So I would always suggest cash to those people instead of adding it to your bill. Um, they're not delivering stuff to you in the middle of winter in the snow and paying for their own parking and risking tickets and stuff like that to not be tipped, it's really, it's it's a hard job. Yes. Yeah. We have yeah. to remember to tip them. And if you can have cash, do it because yeah. it's, it's I, pretty I, awful. Thank I you, agree Mary. with all of that. Thank you, Mary. Let's give sure. Jennifer the last word on the phone calls right now. Hi, Jennifer. Hi, good morning, guys. Morning. Hey, I, I am in the, t- I am a delivery driver. I have been a massage therapist. I've done other service jobs. And I have to say, like, I'm, Steph, to your point earlier, like, I don't expect to be tipped, honestly. I mean, I, I deliver food for a bakery, so it's a little bit different. But when I was doing partial catering, I've delivered flowers, never a tip. But I go in with the expectation to not, I don't have expectations to be tipped. And I do this job because I love it. And I provide a good service. I am, feel I am paid decently. And so for me, while tips are great and I, you know, that's fantastic, mm-hmm. I signed up for this job. I know that I'm paying for my own gas. I know that I up my odds of accidents, but I chose it. 
And so I look at it that way. And when I had my own errand running service, I built stuff into the hourly price because right. of those things. So yeah. two sides, you know, I certainly Maps. tips are always appreciated, but I don't expect them. And I Stay think not. what we're missing out here too is like level of service. Like yeah. I want to tip you for level of service. If you've jumped over my giant snowbank that I haven't shoveled and you're opening, holding the door open for me, like I don't, I, I am tipping on a level of service, and when I get service, I will tip handsomely for it. Yeah. But just because you showed up, because I used your yep. service, I don't know that that warrants a tip, just because you participated in your job. In your job, exactly. Great. I love all these perspectives. Thank you, Jennifer. Someone wrote on Twitter, as we put a punctuation mark on this conversation. Hanson's cheap. <laughs> no uh and writes in in terms of my recommendation which again i think i credit you and my friend my best friend jen and writes uh what happens if the evening doesn't go well meaning because she was talking about my suggestion of uh, if i'm having a special evening i've organized a dinner at let's say i don't know the free house you know i'll use my buddy stephanie ship and i'll pull the server at the beginning of the evening and give them a nice tip to be like, okay, this is a really special night. I just want you to have this. Let's have some fun. What happens if the evening doesn't go well? Anne writes, uh, well, that's that's the chance you take. Um, they, I mean, I know that's not a good answer. And like I said a few minutes ago, it is not a perfect science. I can only speak from my experiences and from bartenders to movers to the example I just gave. It has always worked out well for me. It's always set the tone with the service industry employee that I am dealing with. I cannot think as I'm sitting here talking to you, I cannot think of a time it didn't work out. And well. even if it didn't, oh, well, shame on you once, you know, yeah. it's still your, your heart's in the right place. You're doing the right thing. You're trying to recognize and set the table for exceptional experience. Mm. As I said, in the hunger games, the odds are always <laughs> in your favor. That's right. Uh, 729. We'll be back after this. Stay with us. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment, everything tipping. I'm Jace. Lex is off. Hanson's here. Dawn's here. Kitty the Traffic Kitty's here. Coming up at the top of the 8 o'clock hour, Marley's going to join us uh, to recap The Bachelorette. Marley's uh, podcast always available. You get a rose. And then... Uh, Stephanie's going to tell us she walked by my favorite nacho place, Nacho Mama's, yesterday. Did she go in? Did her willpower bend? We'll find <laughs> out. And then the dirt alert. It's all coming up in the first half hour of the 8 o'clock hour. But right now, speaking of the 8 o'clock yesterday, we had a... I was so glad Hanson was here for this because we had a really nice conversation. And uh, Dawn McLean, because she's fabulous is going to edit edit part one of that conversation down, and we're going to post it. Uh, we were talking about body image. It's actually up right now if you want to go to God, latest audio good. clips. You're so good. Dawn. You're just hashtag so good. <laughs> um, no, I, uh, you know, I don't know what's wrong with me lately. I've just been having a lot of therapy sessions on this show, but I guess that's good. I mean, you know, I guess, I guess that's the good thing about having a radio show. You can... You can air out your your things and discuss it with folks and, and, be and hope real. that it's and hope that it's relatable to folks. And and yesterday, seven o'clock friends, if you if you didn't hear the beginning, I, I had a really uh I had kind of a moment on Saturday. I was at a photo shoot 
And I had the biggest bout of, I almost had, I don't want to, I don't want to be, I don't want to mischaracterize. It wasn't a panic attack, but it absolutely, I was sweating and, and my hand was shaking. I felt so ugly and fat and unattractive and, and the clothes, you know, the, the clothes that were there weren't the clothes that we were supposed to bring. So I had to squeeze into these clothes that made me feel even fatter and ugly. And it was um, crippling. I didn't even want to leave the room. And, and the person with me gave me the option was like, hey, you know, we can leave. And I'm like, no, no, no. I, I was looking at two options being in, you know, being embarrassed by leaving, you know, or being embarrassed to walk into that room. I was in a dressing room getting the clothes on. And then I thought the I had to walk into the other room where these executive, you know, an executive was the photographer, some people that I knew. And I, I, ha- I found a robe and I, I, I didn't even want to take the robe off. And as someone that has struggled with his, you know, we, we talked about this yesterday, weight will be the defining kind of struggle of my life. I know that. Um, it was that that shoot brought up every horrible feeling that I've ever had about myself, um, which is funny to people. And I bring this up because it's people I, I, I can hear some of you say, well, aren't you in front of a camera every day? And yeah, but there's a there's a difference. Unlike the TV show, I'm kind of in control and I'm wearing a suit and I'm in control of that suit. And I, I, I feel comfortable there. This was totally out of my element. And um, all of my insecurities about my weight came rushing to the surface and it was horrible. And I, I, I thought it was important to talk about it now because it is Pride Week. And it was funny that this happened. Maybe the unit, maybe it kind of happened not to get too woo woo, but maybe it happened for a reason because I was going to bring up at some point this week, I kept seeing this hashtag go around and the hashtag was pride diet. And I saw a lot. I shouldn't say a lot. I saw several guys on Instagram going on these pride diets because they want to look their best for pride weekend, which is coming up. And it, it that also sent me kind of into a oh kind of a little bit of a tailspin because it there is pressure that I don't know a lot of if you're not in the gay community, I don't know if you're aware of it, but there is just like there has been for women for decades, there is a there is a there's a lot of pressure on gay men to look a certain way. And if you don't there is a large portion of us that because we don't look like Sven Sungard or we don't look like on a more personal level, we don't look like Bradley. We feel very invisible, feel very there is no value in us if we do not have zero percent body fat and look good in a baby gap T-shirt. And I'm making a joke, but I'm being very serious and I know I'm not alone in this. And it's, it's hard because for a community that we, we strive for inclusion, sometimes we can be very judgmental about our own folks. 
And I've been guilty of it. And ever since I've kind of come to this realization about myself and been very been very real about my own struggles, it's made me check myself about how judgmental I've been in the past about other gay men. And it's really it's knocked me back a little bit and in a good way. Um, yeah. I these are thoughts and situations that we all find ourselves in aren't they i don have you ever mm-hmm. just been like i mean i'm always yeah. on a i'm always on a film food kick mm-hmm. i don't even want to say a diet but yeah. half of them are diets half of them are just like trying to feel healthier mm-hmm. you know um i'm yesterday i fast this is the story of the one as head of maintenance at a concert hall he knows the show must always go on that's why he works behind the scenes Ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. <laughs> I'm drinking broth, you know, it's Yeah. Yeah. I think that what it's very relatable and very true to have body image of yourself. One thing that as I have gotten older that's been helpful to me is you see these you have these tapes that play in your mind, right? Like imagine a 8-track tape or a cassette tape and the literal like um tape of it going through the spool and like that's how your mind works right and it just keeps replaying those same incidences where someone called you fat or you felt fat or you didn't look your best or there was a picture of your six chins whatever your situation Mm is I someone told me that like it's one thing to tell yourself good thoughts and to like hey just be positive have a positive attitude blah 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 it's another thing to try to create whatever that visual is so I read that if you Think about your thoughts on that loop as like a cassette tape or an eight track tape. And for for people that are millennials, sorry, you probably don't even know what I'm talking about, but that you pull (laughs) that like tape out Mm -hmm. of the cartridge and you break it. And each time that loop plays, you visualize literally breaking that tape and creating that, stopping that pattern from happening, that that is a way to change your thoughts about your own body image and your own self-worth. That's it's hmm. a good uh I don't know it's worked for me in a lot of instances not every time but yeah. I, it's like I catch myself mm-hmm. because you just replay the same thoughts the same words your same self talk and you have to change it. Yeah. Oh, somebody said to me recently I had a dress hung up in my room cuz it's like a goal that I want to fit into it by a certain time. Uh-huh. Yeah. And somebody said you're never going to fit into that and it really like just really tore me down, you know, and I don't think they meant it in the way, 
but it just like settled in my soul and I can't stop thinking about it. Like I'm oh, like, Dawn, yes, in, in my, in my mind, I thought, yes, I will. I will fit into it and I'm going to, because I used to fit into it and they don't know me as that person. And so it just oh. really <laughs> made an impression yeah. on me that I think about every day and I don't think that's necessarily a good thing, you know, but yeah. it's just oh, really, Dawn. it's little things like that that are like, ugh. Keep the I dress, love... but put it in a drawer. Don't look at it every day. That's just <laughs> But I love much. that term, settled in your soul, because I can so relate to that. Let's take a break. I want to come back to, I, I literally could cry. That 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 is the perfect term for for a observation or a comment made that you keep going back to what Stephanie said that you keep replaying in your mind. That's Oh my goodness. Okay. 744. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. 748. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Stephanie's here. Dawn's here. Kenny's here. Having a great conversation. Uh, I'm glad we're doing this. I wanted to do this for pride uh, because this is pride week, pride month. Um, I'm coming at that. We're talking body image. I, I thought it was relatable for a lot of you listening. We're getting your Twitter comments. I thought it might be because it's not often talked about um, the pressure. I mean, obviously, you know, in talking about the pressure that I feel as a gay man, does it negate or take away from the fact that, believe me, I am aware I have been, I, I was, I'm a man raised by women and the majority of my friends throughout my life have been women. I realize that this is something that you, that women have dealt with and continue to deal with taking nothing away from that. I think this is a topic that people either don't know or don't know a lot about. And that is the pressure that gay men feel to look a certain way. Um, It's not exclusive to women. Um, And especially men of a certain size we feel and i'm speaking of my own we feel invisible to certain sections of our community and it's heightened during pride um it really is which is ironic it's we're supposed to feel prideful i it's it's a it's a funny irony Mm -hmm. this is supposed to be the week that we feel prideful but for a lot of inclusive and inclusive Mm -hmm. and for a lot of us I, i i i revealed this yesterday and i'm just being very honest and this has nothing. I'm getting ready to say something, and I'm going to caution, just like I said yesterday. This is nothing personally um, about the other person, but I'm just being very real. As I sit here today, I am dreading Pride Week. Last year, I didn't have to go on our float, the My Talk float, because I had the high my my 25th high school reunion. I cannot tell you the relief that I felt. Because getting on there, I always have a good time. I, you know, Lex and I have done it for for ten years. I love it. But standing next to Bradley is debilitating sometimes because I know that people. I feel it's irrational. I know that it's irrational. But with Bradley's perfect body and people looking at, oh, Bradley's so hot. It is. Um, and this is really hard for me to talk. It's 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 humbling. It's 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 embarrassing. But I feel like a fat whale next to a beautiful dolphin. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah. And, but can I and I dread it. Like I mm-hmm. can't tell you I wish I would get a parasite 
so I do not have to go. <laughs> yeah. You're, when I get I the stomach flu, I'm always I, a little happy. <laughs> if anybody can give me a parasite, I would greatly... Uh, I'm, just, I'm kidding, yeah. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But I, you know what I mean? Um, and I hate feeling that way. But that's why we're having the conversation. Yeah, but don't but, you think you're like pulling up these ideas and thoughts you've had your whole life, like from the time you were a little kid? Like when do... I'm, I just turned 50. When do we get to break the tape that's running in our head, the continual loop? Mm-hmm. Steph, that's a good question, but I don't think you ever can. And that goes to... Yes, you can. Because I, Steph, it's very hard, though, because I will tell you, even at my thinnest um, in 2009, 10, 11... Uh, I still sometimes, I mean, you hear me talk about that story when I got uh, stuck in the man spanks. <laughs> that was at my thinnest, and I still saw fat little Jason in the mirror. I did not appreciate the size that I was. Girl, I do now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, and poor Colin, you know, I, because it all kind of changed when I got, when I met Kyle, because our, my priorities were different. And, you know, the, the, the married 15 or whatever they call it, um, things shifted. And, and to go with Dawn said that, what did you, what was your phrase, Dawn, before the commercial break? Uh, the, co- the comment settled in my soul. Somebody settled, told me I wasn't going to fit into a dress ever. Settled in your soul. And that resonates with me. I could that I I I was thinking about in the commercial break because it is that one people have no like Don you said that person had no idea no and they didn't mean it like they don't understand what that did to me it really hurt me you know I probably shouldn't have but and it's gonna run through doesn't it run through your mind all the time Uh, about fifty times a day every time I look at a piece of food think about food yeah that's probably really unhealthy but. But, I do have obsessive thoughts about it, too. You know, I'm just, ooh. I, Colin innocently said about eight months after we met, maybe even six months, and I had stopped. I used to run almost every day before I met Colin. And Colin said to me, I, I was trying to get back on the wagon, and I will never, I just revealed this to Colin, so I'm not saying anything out of school. But Colin said to me innocently, I said, yeah, I'm going to go out for a run. And he goes, you run? Yeah, just even that. And that is the comment I have thought about that. That was in 2012. Yeah. And that settled in, I love that term, settled into my soul. Let's go to Samantha on line one. Samantha, welcome to the show. Hi there. Hi. I just wanted to kind of um, reiterate something that Stephanie had said earlier about your your what the self-talk that you give yourself and I remember in college in a class that I took um there was a just a comparison about the self-talk that you have and that the brain actually can't distinguish between self-talk and reality Mm. and so what truly is reality your brain can't distinguish between what you say to yourself and so as a little kid you start saying little self-talk things and as a parent if they don't interject or know what you're thinking and help correct that, then your self-talk will make your reality. Mm -hmm. And when you say it's the hardest thing to break, it really truly is because your inner self-talk can't be turned off until you kind of like swat it away and say, no, Mm -hmm. no, I'm done with that. I'm done with that thought. It's Mm -hmm. done. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking this. And you kind of have to almost be like intentional, intentional and aware and consistently your best friend and look at 
you know, Jason, look at little Jason standing next to you and pull him up next to you and say, no, that's not what we're saying about each other today. We're done with that. And your self-talk will change possibly the way that, you know, Jason is today, which is perfect. Amen, sister. And gorgeous. Gorgeous. Thank you, You know. We got We got to take a force break. I'm sorry, Samantha. We'll wrap up this conversation and uh, switch gears when we come back. Stay with us, everybody. It's a beautiful day. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.